This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's betting the ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome to another edition of Betting the Ponies here on the Bet Rivers Network. Monzo, Moose is with you. We're back in uh, Kentucky Derby mode, Moose, after a week off. Yeah, looking forward to it. Get back on the Derby trail a little bit. Head to the beautiful fairgrounds, the long stretch. It's going to be a good weekend of racing. Got the Dubai World Cup. Be up early Saturday morning. Love that. Uh, Nothing better than bouncing text off with Malusis at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Who do you like race three in May? Dollar? Yeah, it's awesome. I love the Dubai World Cup day. It's great. I know we're going to pick the World Cup. It's not a great rendition of it this year, but there's some great turf racing beforehand. The race itself, I, what I take from that race is how uh, somewhat sad the state of affairs for American older dirt horses is right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, the overall quality. Uh, no question. I mean, kind of a, you know, open-ended question. I, you know, we know the breeding shed, you make a, a ton of money if you're a horse owner, not necessarily all the time on the track and seeing a lot of really, really talented um, male and female horses get retired a little bit early in the sport of thoroughbred racing, but race a little bit longer when you look at, uh, you know, some of the European contingent, they stay on the track, even if when they're great, um, maybe a little bit sounder racing when you look at European racing as well. Overall, horses staying a little bit healthier over the course of their career. So, yeah, but when you look at the, you know, the, the quality of the older, you know, stakes, handicapped dirt horses in the United States, it's not all that great. We'll go through a couple of races on the undercard of Louisiana Derby in the fairgrounds. I love the fairgrounds. Great track. Love the stretch. Long stretch. Uh, Brad Cox winning every race down there these days. So we'll go through those races, and the top of the stretch will be the Louisiana Derby itself. I really like the horse, and that race of horse I've been kind of keeping my eye on since Saratoga last summer. And, of course, we'll go through some of our favorite names of this weekend. Uh, Moose had a, a winner week one of doing this. I had a, a really long shot coming uh, second last week at 17-1, to so – We'll go through those, and we'll give you some best names of this week, Moose. But we will start this week right here on Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network with the Dubai World Cup, Moose, a field of 15, and the return of country grammar, who uh, I'm not picking to win this race, but I'm certainly using just for all this horse has done in the last two years has proved me wrong. I, I, I've had my doubts. I've had my doubts. And what does he do? A horse that I always thought was mediocre, kind of good. Just keeps running well, keeps winning, and keeps battling, and keeps showing. You know, keeps picking up paychecks for the connections. Moose, uh, where did you land? Who do you like? Do you give Country Grammar any shot? Yeah, I think Country Grammar uh, deserves. Uh, you know, I think obviously the best of the American contingent. Bob Baffert trainee uh, ran well. Um, you know, in his previous race in the Saudi Cup, closing like a freight train late, uh, unable to catch the winner. Um, I didn't. I didn't go with Country Grammar. I think he can win the race. I landed on. I landed on Crown Pride. Um, you know, Japanese bred. 
We saw him run in the Kentucky Derby last May. I think you, you look at his races. <coughs> excuse me. You look at his races. Sorry. About a little bit of a cold. Um, you look at his races over in Japan. Uh, Champions Cup came flying down the lane, finished second. Um, I think the the distance suits him. Uh, was well thought of going into the Kentucky Derby. Um, has won over in Dubai before. Uh, ran and won the UAE Derby on the undercard a year ago. Uh, I'm going with Crown Pride. Yeah, I looked at Crown Pride, gave him a good look. I ended up going way on the outside, the 14th, Ushba Tesoro. And if you look at this horse, ever since they took the source off the turf, all he's done is win races and win stakes races and win grade ones and battle. Uh, and very short on the board, well-backed, as you would say. A uh, little bit of age, six years old, but this horse loves to win. Eight for 28, has really turned his career around. He's five for eight in the last year plus. Uh, I know the outside draw could be a little bit of an issue, but Japanese bred, the way the Japanese are training and running right now is just next level. They're doing a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, just look at the Breeders' Cup, look at all the international races. They do a tremendous job. Uh, the outside doesn't bother me. I think he'll set up nicely. And uh, listen, price 8-1. to one. If we get Crown Pride with Ushpa de Zorro, 12-1 over 8-1, to one, hell of an exacta. I'm definitely going to use country grammar. Uh, he's a gamer. Your boy, Frankie Dettori, on the mount. Uh, certainly it gets a look in this race. But 8-1, to one, Ushpa de Zorro for me in the Dubai World Cup. League. I like that. Can I give you a couple of horses on the undercard? I look forward to it. Yeah, uh, let's go to um, race seven, uh, which is uh, a mile and eighth on the turf. Uh, it's the Dubai turf. Um, go with uh, – we saw him run last year up in Saratoga, and I'm, I'm a big fan of this horse, Charlie Appleby Trains, Nation's Pride. Knew it's where you're uh, – I knew what's you were up? I knew you were going there. I love Nation's Pride. I really do. Um, and we saw him run stateside. If you're not familiar with Appleby, all he does is come to the, come to the American and win races, left and right. Yeah. He does, and had a nice prep race on February the 17th at Dubai, um, won it stylishly. I think uh, now entering the four-year-old season was well thought of by Charlie Appleby contingent. Uh, last year, early on in his three-year-old campaign over in Europe, um, sent him stateside. You know, he you know he finished second at Belmont, won at Saratoga, won at Belmont, and then finished fifth in the Breeders' Cup turf. I like uh, Nation's Pride race seven. And then we're going to go back to a Godolphin horse in race eight um, on the undercard of the Dubai Cup. And that is uh, a mile and a half, which is the uh, Long Jeans Dubai uh, Classic, a grade one Rebel Romance for Charlie Appleby as well. Appleby and company and Godolphin. Uh, go rider William Buick, I would imagine, would be on him for Rebels Romance. So we're going to go back-to-back Nations Pride Race 7, Res- Rebel Romance Race 8. Moose betting on Charlie Appleby to pay the mortgage for the next few months. Well, it would be nice. Yes, that would be nice. Country Grammar out of Tonalist Moose, uh, $14 million in earnings. Unbelievable, huh? I know a lot country of Grammar's done anything, but Right, at one point in time, Country Grammar was cha- uh, trained by your guy here on the East Coast, the great Chad Brown. Coming back to the States here, moving to the fairgrounds. Moose, and this is their weekend. Big points on the line in Louisiana Derby. A lot of good stakes races on the undercard. And we'll get to Louisiana Derby in the top of the stretch, our main event for the weekend. Race 9, Moose, the New Orleans Classic, a mile and an eighth on the dirt for four-year-olds and upward. A lot of familiar names here for us. West Will Power, Art Collector, makes his return after 
being victorious in the Pegasus moves. Treasury, a nice field here. I think this is one of the better races of the day. Some prices to be had. Uh, where'd you land? Who do you like? Who you got under? Yeah, I, I went back to Art Collector. I did. Um, you know, that's where I, I... There he is, Art Collector. Yeah, I mean, William Mott and, you know, you know how I love Billy Mott and Junior Alvarado aboard. Um, you know, very, very impressive win last out at Gulfstream Park and nobody was expecting him. You're not going to get 15 to 1. I know the old mantra is, well, if you weren't there for the uh, the wedding, don't be there for the funeral. Now, could he bounce to the high heavens? Yeah, I mean, that's that's conceivable that's possible when you look at art collector on saturday at the fairgrounds i just think when mott gets him going well second start off the layoff he's going to continue to improve um has never raced at the fairgrounds but when you look at this distance hits him right between the eyes uh he's eight of ten at the mile and eighth distance at the fairgrounds i went uh i went with art collector yeah mike i'm going to use some old school handicapping here and uh if you look at the two top choices in this race art collector and west willpower they both like being up closer on the lead. So who's going to concede? I don't know. I, I have a, If I had to guess to be our collector, that would try and rate uh, because Westwell's power best game is going to the lead. Uh, I'm going to use an old school technique and think maybe these guys wear each other out, uh, you know, trying to go a little too fast up front, as classy as these horses are. And I'm going to look for somebody off the pace. I ended up on Mr. Wireless, 8-1 to one on the morning line. Moose, this horse loves to run at the fairgrounds. He's run well. Coming back in 2023, his last two races scream for more distance. So I think he's going to get a little – obviously, he gets a little more distance here, stretching out to a mile and an eighth off a mile and a sixteenth after two really, really solid efforts and some great threes here at the fairgrounds. If you look at the last two races, four wide, three wide. So he's had, you know, not not, not perfect trips. Uh, I I think that if these two horses, if Art Collector and West Will Power get out there and they're – putting up heavy numbers up front, 22, 45. For some reason, they're really cruising up front. It might set up for a horse off the pace. Mr. Wireless looking from some more distance. Uh, I, I think you had to pick up the pieces at a price. I could see that. I think you got to use Pioneer Medina uh, for Pletcher and Luis Saez on the outside ran really, really well. I mean, the last three races, there's nothing to scoff at. And really, it seemed to have turned the corner mid-November um when he ran at churchill downs and followed that up with a win uh, where second place finish at Gulfstream park and then came back in the mine shaft to grade three um and just got up in the end as your nearly five to two favorite i think you got to use pioneer and medina underneath as well and you're getting four and a half to one on that horse as well so mr wireless on top for me eight to one on the morning line and if you look at the trainer brett calhoun winning at 25 percent the jockey uh parkers run really really well at the fairgrounds top pick for me and uh, i'm going to obviously use art collector and westwell power because i do think they are the class of the field underneath mr wireless for me is the top pick in the new orleans handicap moving on the muniz memorial classic moose a mile and an eighth race 10 saturday at the fairgrounds a great two event on the turf we get some turf racing here this is my best bet of the day in this race uh i absolutely love a horse in this race i'm looking at now it's not overly pricey it's not going to make you a, a overwhelming amount of money. I don't see – I just look at this race up and down. A lot of good horses. Spooky Channel's coming off a long layoff for Joel Rosario. Um, I really like two Emmys in this race. Uh, a horse that's run well at this track. I'm not sure anybody can catch him. I don't see an overwhelming amount of speed in this race. Uh, I can see two Emmys getting on the lead. 
you know, if you look at his last fractions in the last race, he was able to put up a, a 51 and a half mile. If he's able to put up a, a situation like that where he's just in cruise control in the lead, puts everybody asleep, I could see him putting this field away at the top of the stretch. Uh, two Emmys, three to one on the morning line, my top pick in this race. Yeah, I could see that. And Monzo's great with the turf riding, uh, just turf racing, especially with trying to find lone speed and controlling speed on the front end. And if they're able to slow it down enough or, you know, run at an easy tempo and running, you know, uh, 12 or, you know, running 12 second furlongs, then, you know, you feel pretty good about yourself. I landed on Tis the Bomb uh, for Kenneth McPeak and Hernandez coming off a disappointing performance um, at the fairgrounds on February the 18th was, you know, about seven to two that day. That was the race that two Emmys won. A lot of those horses rolling back Two Emmys, General Soul, English Tavern, all rolling back after that race. And, you know, maybe after, you know, a long and sustained, you know, 2022 in which he raced six times, maybe tis the bomb, a horse that's running grade ones, ran in the Belmont Derby, ran in the Kentucky Derby. Um, you know, run it, ran in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, has always been well thought of as far as a, a turf horse, uh, um, out of a, a warfront uh, sire, out of a Tisnow mare, getting Lasix as well. Give me McPeak and Hernandez to bounce back after a disappointing return in mid-February. Uh, I'm going to go with Tis the Bomb on top. Man, you are asking for one hell of a bounce back. That's, I am. I mean, that I looked up and down this field. I, I tried to – Listen, we'll play him. We'll box him. That'd be a great pick out of you if he if he runs back to his old form. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going. And listen, I, I think two Emmys. I'm I'm not going to knock your pick. I mean, two Emmys is in great form. Uh, third start off of the form cycle. You know, buyer speed figures are there. Ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety nine. Last three buyer speed figures. A son of English Channel. Um, you know, maybe you could make the argument a little bit cheap in the past, but is running Grade ones before. Ran in the, you know, has, has run okay or ran pretty well at the fairgrounds 11 times, has come in the money in nine of those occasions and three for five at the distance. There's nothing like to, to like about two Emmys, but I'm just going to try and beat your top pick. Top uh, two Emmys top pick. I'm going to use the tone, the inside horse, the five to two morning line favorite uh, as well uh, in the exact in the triple. Gentle Soul, the three horse, uh, to me, three for five at the fairgrounds, run well to distance, uh, shouldn't be too far back, I think. Uh, has made pretty decent moves and slow paces to hit the board. So General Soul will be my third pick in this race. Uh, two Emmys, that's actually my best bet of the day. Two Emmys, my best bet of the day, a single. And uh, any multi-race wages I use, uh, I think it's an opportunity to, to single and save some money. But uh, two Emmys, three to one, top pick for me. Yeah, I'm going to box those four. I'm going to box Tis the Bomb, Atone, Gentle Soul, and two Emmys. That's going to be how I'm going to play that race at uh, the fairgrounds on Saturday. Race 11, the Fairground Oaks, a mile and a 16th on the dirt. A great two event moves for Phillies, three years old. Uh, not uh, what it was interesting about this race is the fact that it's a small field, five horses. Yeah, there's nobody uh, in the race. Three, three really, uh, you know, short choices, pretty mischievous. Is eight to five. The alleys look two to one. Who's your Philly? Two to one and a couple of longer shots on the inside moves. But I, I Honestly, who are you going with? You're picking a long I shot mean, in this race? No, I mean, if you look at uh, any one of these horses, I, I wouldn't be stunned by any of these horses. It, it, maybe the inside horse, South Lawn, at 8 to 1, would be like a little surprising. But with Christian Dioro, 15 to 1 for Asmussen and Rosario, shock you, a horse that's like the lead. No, uh, pretty mischievous, has done some really good things coming off the pace, has run well, or five in the career, two for two at uh, the fairgrounds. The alleys look. That's the horse I ultimately landed on at two to one. Uh, to me, 
two or three at the fairgrounds. And the, the big factor for me here is the connections. If you look at Brad Cox running at 40% pretty much at the fairgrounds, Luis Saez, we all know how good he is. And when these two get together, they're running at a 50% clip. So you're giving me a talented horse with connections that just roll. Uh, the alleys look out of connect, the horse that we've bet in the past moves, my top pick in this race. Yeah, I went to the outside. I went to Hoosier Philly. I mean, a, a daughter of Into Mischief. Had a, a great year a season ago. I mean, he's a red-hot stallion. Tom Amos loves winning races down at the fairgrounds. He also loves winning these Philly races and, you know, has had a lot of success. I know buyer speed figures come up a little bit short. When you look at her career buyer speed figures, this is her fifth career race. She's won three out of four starts. Um, you know, she's had ascending buyer speed figures up until the last in the Rachel Alexander where she was odds on choice. And um, in that grade two event, and she ended up finishing third. I think Hoosier Philly is is eligible for a little bit of a bounce back here and a, a move forward. Um, I think she's going to have to get into the the when you look at buyer speed figures. I think she's going to have to get into the mid eighties. But in a small horse field, um, I like a horse that's coming back who was an odds on favorite past race and disappointed. I'm going to land with Hoosier Philly on top. What I like about that horse. Is they paid half a million dollars, so obviously, well intended. They, they they really like what they saw. I don't get how this horse is two to one on the morning line. I I think it should be a, I think she should be a little higher. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't love the odds. Yeah, I mean, I don't love two to one on honor, but I, you know, I'm that's who that's who I'm going to side with. I mean, I, I I think she's gonna. I think she's got every right. Now, second start. Love the work on March 16th, which was a bullet best out of 21, five furlongs and a minute flat. At the fairgrounds, like I mentioned, Amos loves winning races down in New Orleans. He also wins races out of Keeneland. Moving on, we are going to go through the best names of the weekend, Moose. Uh, stay tuned. I only bet the names. Next, Betting the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network. You're listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Back here, Betting the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network, Monzo, Malusis, the Moose. With you, we've gone through the Dubai World Cup, a couple of the undercard races on the Louisiana Derby Day at the fairgrounds. And now it's time for one of my favorite segments. I only bet the names, Moose, and this is merely picking horses around the country every Saturday, not looking at the race, not handicapping the field, not even looking at the odds, just picking the best names of the weekend. And we've had some success. The first week we did this, you had a couple, you had a winner, Naked and Famous, I believe, was the, the race, the horse yeah. name. Uh, last week, I seem to run into some scratches. Vacatini scratched out. Duck Fat ran pretty good, finished third. Uh, St. John's, if you recall, I picked St. John's at a, a little bit of a price, 15 to 1 on the morning line, uh, ran second at 17 to 1. So if you just bet St. John's across the board, two hours, win, play, show, 17 to 1, merely on the name, you got some money back. So only bet the names, Moose. We got three for you each this week, and you can lead us off. Well, I actually got two for you. I got two. I thought it was three. I got two. Um, can I give you both? I like Santa Anita, race three, mile on the turf. Um, Jersey Joe Bravo is riding out in South, Southern California. Monzo favorite down in Monmouth Park. Yep. Uh, is he'd have a, a hot dog cooked in beer down there in Monmouth, oh, which yeah. was always delicious at the uh, top of the stretch. Screaming at uh, Bravo the, for getting stopped on the rail. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> number one, Jibber Jabber. Whoa. 12 to one on the morning line. Jibber Jabber, 12 to one on the morning line, race one. Uh, uh, race three, number one, jibber jabber. You're just handing him the rail right out of the gate, so it's easy. Yes. <laughs> Nobody likes the rail better than Joe Bravo. Even if there's 14 horses in front of him, he's going to find that rail every... Oh, he loves burying a horse. 
but he finds plenty of ways to win. He's a good jockey, and he's won us plenty of money going back to bigger picture at uh, Monmouth Park a couple years ago at 12 to 1, I believe that was. So uh, plenty of love for Joe Bravo here on Betting the Ponies. I'm going to go race seven at Fonner Park. Fonner Park. Where the race hell is that? Seven. I, 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 I think it's in Minnesota or something. <laughs> I think it's nebraska i'll have to look up after i'll no, tweet it out but you'll race seven okay. at fonner park 10 to 1 in the morning line the big show oh so, you know as uh wrestlemania is around the corner uh the big show who's actually in all wrestling AEW right now as a commentator uh the big show 10 to 1 one of the greats uh, 10 to 1 race 7 at Fonner Park on Saturday moves. All right, let's uh, continue to bet those names. Race 9, Santa Anita, back out to Southern California. Mile on the turf, uh, trained by Jeff Mullins, the number 3, Ouija. Ouija. Ouija, 3 to 1 on the wow. morning line. The number 3, Ouija, 3 to 1 on the morning line, race 9, Saturday at Santa Anita. Uh, last two were on me for I only bet the names. Race eight at Oaklawn Park on Saturday. Moose 12 to 1, one of my favorites. Pepperoni Kid. Love pepperoni. Pepperoni is delicious. My son Gregory pepperoni. just pounds it. You know what he eats? Pepperoni and pickles. Like on a sandwich? No. Like he literally the other day opened up a, 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 a new container of dill spears pickles. Yeah. He ate half the jar. Really? Is it what's he wrap pepperoni around it or no, just no, no, it's just eight pickles, and we always have a package of Hormel pepperoni in the fridge yeah. because he pounds pepperoni too. Healthy eater. Hey, listen, that's that's Atkins friendly, so he's doing good. That he's is, you're right about that. Very skinny. That's a uh, an Atkins cheat. This one, race nine for me at Sam Houston Park, mm. Moose. And this one's a little bit of a shout out to an old friend of yours, sticking with the wrestling theme as well, and a favorite of mine, Tapature. Race, uh, I'm going race nine, Sam Houston, the two horse, Tapperture Jones. And oh, you know going, there we go. <laughs> Your old buddy Taz. Like Taz, Taz, yeah. So Tapperture, who I bet in the 2000. Everyone was Jones. Yeah, that's right. right. This, this horse is Tapperture Jones. Uh, Tapperture Jones for Steve Asmussen, 8 1 on the morning line moose at Sam Houston Park. Tapperture, I, I think it was 2015 Kentucky Derby. One of my brilliant Kentucky Derby picks at a price as I watch him fade the second to last uh, down the stretch here. But Tapature, a favorite of mine, and had to throw the Tapature Jones in there. Dedication to you and Taz, the Moose and Taz show, as we previously CBS heard. Sports Radio used to be on mornings yes. on CBS Sports Radio. I, you mentioned the Derby. I haven't picked the Derby winner, I think, since California Chrome. Well, I, I'm sure we both bet American Pharaoh in some capacity, no? Yeah, I get but not like, not like a good winner. Like my best winner was um, Monarcos. Oh, such a good winner. I, I don't point I'd given. Last yeah, my, year, my, I, last year I thought I had the winner turning for home. Last year, you had the best horse in the race. Taba? No, you didn't like Taba, didn't you? Like the Asmussen horse? Oh, Epicenter. Yes, Epicenter. You loved Epicenter. Yeah. Epicenter. I did like Epicenter, but I ended up betting on Taba. Yeah, that was a pig. Yeah, that was awful. That was awful. a terrible awful. bet. Um, I was trying to give you props. You nah, I know. Well, I, well, I was I was all over Epicenter. In fact, I'm pretty sure I bet Epicenter in Louisiana. Give Derby. Instant cred, instant flex on this new podcast. No, I know. I appreciate that. I don't. I'll just. I'll let the results speak for that. As Tapperger Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I was actually. I was trying to think of Kentucky Derby. My better bets have actually come on 
the Preakness and Belmont days. The Kentucky Derby is the toughest one to hit, uh, especially if you're trying to cash in at a price. But um, who? Uh, what, what's the horse? Who won the Preakness a couple years ago? Oh my God, War of Will. That was one of my best ones. War you of Will. I looked after the on the on the rail. Uh, was maybe one of my better hits in the Preakness, and I'm looking forward to doing the Preakness this year. Only uh, what two or three months from now, so. So that's how I only bet the names here. The three for me, the big show, Pepperoni Kid, and Tapperture Jones Moose. Yeah, I went to Santa Anita for all three of my uh, – for both of my uh, names. Uh, no, race three, no, mile on the turf, number one, Jibber Jabber, 12 to one on the morning line. Race nine, number three, Ouija, three to one on the morning line. Top of the stretch coming up, the best race of the weekend, the one race you should bet on this weekend. That's the Louisiana Derby. We'll give you our picks and thoughts next. Betting the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network. You're listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Top of the stretch here on Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Monzo Malusis, the best race of the weekend, Moose. The one race you should bet on, in our opinion, is the Louisiana Derby. Kentucky Derby points on the line for these three year olds, a mile and a and three sixteenths on the dirt at the fairgrounds, Moose. And a, and a really good field, a short. Uh, morning line favorite and instant coffee for Brad Cox with uh, Luis Saez. And I talked about earlier how good they are together, running close to 60% uh, when they connect uh, this year. So certainly a uh, justified favorite, a two to one moose. But I think there's some other picks here, and I think you can find a couple prices if you look uh, up and down this field. I really like a horse moose, and the horse I landed on is Disarm. 10 to one on the morning line at a gun runner. You know how much I love gun runner moose. Gunrunner. Uh, Joel Rosario comes on, second off the layoff, and I'll tell you what stuck out. I remember his race at Saratoga, the maiden special uh, for $105,000 at Saratoga. Tyler Gaffley and how impressive this horse was for Asmussen as they turned for home, just blowing the field away at Saratoga that day. And I remember saying to myself, and I'm sure in the group chat I have with you and our good buddy John and Orange, we talked about this horse, and I said, I'm looking forward to this horse returning in 2023. Came back at Oak Lawn. Ran a very, very respectable second uh, in an optional claiming race. It was off a little bit slow, but he was able to get up there for second. Uh, ran a good race, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do here. Getting 10 to 1 uh, on a horse that I think has an, a ton of talent. Buyers are, are, you know, where you need them to be right now as a three year old. I absolutely love, I think that the, the stamina is there at a gun runner. I know Rosario, who, um, you know, I think gets a lot of criticism. We'll have him in a good position, and I think that this horse is just going to be sitting off uh, the speed that is out there, uh, whether it be Kings Barnes or Curly Jack or whomever. Uh, Shoppers Revenge is like to be on the lead, so I think there's going to be an opportunity to see Joel Rosario, who uh, we know how much he can push a horse and get out of a horse down the stretch. Ten to one disarm, my top pick in the Louisiana Derby was. Yeah, I landed on Kings Barnes for Pletcher, Flavion Pratt. Uh, son of Uncle Mo spent eight hundred thousand dollars on this horse. Story. Now they're rushing him. First race uh, as a three-year-old came in January. Won impressively uh, down at Gulfstream Park. Was three to one that day. Was below even money coming back and and winning at Tampa and did that impressively going away. Pratt hops aboard. You're a huge fan of Flavian Pratt, Mons, and you'll get to know that as an audience when when we roll through a lot of these races. Um, Spendthrift. I think just well-intentioned. I'm going to go with a late-developing, improving son of Uncle Mo. 
um, in the, the Louisiana Derby. Respect Instant Coffee, deserve a two-to-one favorite. You look at buyer speed figure last was 92. I do like your pick of Disarm as well. He was one that I was going to use underneath, but I like Kings Barnes um, on top. Disarm for me on top. Instant Coffee, I think you have to use him just on the talent. Yep. Uh, has run well at this track and obviously the connections. The horse I'm going to use also uh, on the outside, Jace's Road, 12 to 1 on the morning line. And if you look at what how this horse is run, whether it be the fairgrounds or Churchill, when it's not an off track, it's very respectable. And he's going to be on or close to the lead. He gets Florent Giroux, who I think does his best running close to the lead. Another Brad Cox horse moose. Uh, these guys only win at 40% when they're together, so not quite as good as him and Luis Saez. But uh, I think at 12-1, to 1, an absolute must-use is Jace's Road. So my top pick, Disarm, Instant Coffee, Jace's Road, 10-1, to 2-1, 12-1 to 1, 12 to 1 Moose uh, in the Louisiana Derby. Yeah, I would use Cajalostrio or Cajalostro underneath as well. Um, Charlie DeVoe, Torres aboard, third race off of the form cycle, Improving buyer speed figures fired out a 90 in his last and and an open claiming allowance at 80,000. But um, that would be one I would use underneath. I'm going to be box four horses in the Louisiana Derby. Got to use instant coffee. I like disarm and Kings Barnes, but I would also use uh, Kojo Ostro as well for DeVoe. Another week closer to the Kentucky Derby Moose. A lot of races That's still it. to go through. A lot of we still got the Gulf Street. You know, we got the Florida Derby, the Santa Anita Derby. Uh, all these prep races coming up, Moose, we'll get to each and every one of them as we go through, as we get close to the Kentucky Derby. And we'll, we'll keep it going to the Preakness, the Belmont Stakes, Saratoga, the Summer, the Breeders' Cup. We're going to be here for you, giving our thoughts, having some fun. And do us a favor, like, subscribe, love it. You know, Monzo and I love talking about racing. We love busting each other's chops and balls each and every week as well. We'll pick some winners, make you a little bit of money. Uh, thoroughbred racing is great, especially this time. Yeah, of and year. even though you might be listening to this where – ever you might be listening to it on apple and spotify even though you're listening to it you may not have subscribed so make sure you hit that subscribe button uh it means a lot to both of us so we'll uh, catch you guys next week you're listening to betting the ponies on the bet rivers thanks for listening to betting the ponies on the bet rivers network